0: Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott. On this podcast, if you don't know, I think you probably do, but just in case you don't, maybe you're new, which is cool. In that case, welcome. I talk all about life, love, healing, witchcraft, magic, tarot, spirituality, mediumship, And everything in between, because even though we are witchy humans, we are spiritual, we are reading tarot and doing magic, at the end of the day, we are also just human. And we are doing our best to survive and thrive through trauma and craziness and the wacky state of the world right now. And so, this podcast is all about teaching you guys and just sharing my ideas, what I've learned over the years of how the fuck to do this, both in a witchy, magical, spiritual sense, but also just as a human being operating as a human on this planet. (laughs) And so I think it's all related, and if you've been listening since the beginning, thank you so much, and if you are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. So first and foremost... Happy solstice to everybody. So up here in Toronto, the summer solstice was yesterday. Such a beautiful energy happening right now with the solstice. Maybe if you are in the southern hemisphere, it is the winter solstice, I guess. But since summer solstice is kind of my energy, that's where I'm living right now. That's kind of what I'm going to be talking about a little bit in addition to some other topics today. But um, yeah, summer solstice. Such a good vibe right now. It's the height of the sun. Right now in Toronto, it is going basically like it's light out till like 9 fifteen, like 9.30pm, which is fucking crazy and it's so good. So yesterday was that longest sunny day, the longest light of the year. And so from here on out, the sun and its time in the sky will begin to lessen and lessen and lessen, which is not my favorite thing, but hey, still got a whole shit ton of summer left, so hopefully lots of days suntanning and sweating outside, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. And so this is a time, if you want to, to honor the sun, to honor those extremes, to just honor the moment that we're in. And I don't know, you guys, I got really bored a long time ago of just telling everyone what to do on all the different witchy holidays. So I'm not going to tell you guys what to do because I just find that so boring. And you guys are all smart, interesting, capable people. And I totally trust you to figure out how the fuck you want to honor this day, right? Like, If I just made content about here's the moon phase, here's the holiday, here's this, here's that, here's what you can do, I honestly would probably want to jump off a building because that would just be so boring. It would be boring for me and it would also just treat you guys like idiots, which is not really my thing whatsoever. And so this solstice, if you didn't do anything, quote unquote, do anything yesterday to honor the solstice... You can still honor the solstice this whole entire week, so there's no rush. Like, yes, that exact moment has passed, like, in terms of the exact longest day, but who cares? Like, the energy is still vibing for the next few days over the course of the rest of the week, and instead of Googling what do I do on summer solstice, how about you listen to your body and you do something that feels right to you? whether that 's going for a long walk, whether that 's going to the beach, whether that is making a list of things you 're grateful for, whether that 's making a list of goals, whether it's doing some affirmations about the life that you dream of, whether it 's launching a new program, like whatever it is we 're all going to be doing something different, and if you feel called to just rest during this moment, that fucking is okay you know there's many times where all I do is rest, and it 's a big deal astrological astronomical situation right it's okay to honor your body and your mind and where you're at and maybe you've just been go 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 and if that's the case and you're like i don't fucking want to do anything actually then just honor that please So what will I be doing? This is a little bit belated because I had a surprise visit from a friend in from the States, which was fucking awesome. So I just like put all my plans to work on this aside and just spent time with my friend as I think sometimes that's just what you have to do. So I was planning to launch my Goddess Rising slash Feminine Energy Without Bullshit course uh, yesterday for solstice, but hey... Sometimes you just got to follow the energy, and I'm going to be launching that over the next day or two, so do stay tuned. That is what I'm doing for Solstice. But again, I think there's an important lesson here, right? Where, like, I could have said, no, friend, I will not see you, even though you're here from a bazillion miles away, and, like, we're not going to get to hang out very often. I'm going to stick with my deadline, but I decided to say, no, fuck it. (laughs) Like, fuck my deadline. Who cares? It'll come out when it's coming out. And I would rather just spend the day like showing you the city, you know what I mean? So honor that, you know, sometimes life is going to throw us these surprises. And instead of being super rigid, I do think it's important to just roll with it and to follow our intuition, follow our gut, follow our our vibes, right? It's just like such a crucial thing to know how to do. I think we can definitely be too rigid I think when we are more supple, when we are a bit more flexible, like the willow tree, which is associated with feminine Venus energy, it's actually stronger. The more rigid something is, the more brittle and easier to break it often is. So I think there's something we can learn from being flexible and moving with the energies that are fucking happening, right? Instead of fighting them. So that is my little speech about the solstice, and otherwise, for today's topic, one thing I want to talk about is how it's important to honor your standards, whatever the fuck they are, right? So if someone says to you, like, oh, those standards are too high, and I'm, I'm talking, thank you, Awas. I'm talking, I think, about dating mostly, but I think this can be relevant to, like, literally everybody in all areas of life, whether that's the workplace, whether that's with friendships, whether that's with family, whether that's, you know, whichever way. And, but I do see this happen a lot in dating, right, specifically with straight people. And so I'm not straight, if you guys don't know. Um, so I have a lot spent my my time in the queer community and in the trans community but now I'm mostly like I'm a, in a dating men moment and so it's been so interesting to talk to a lot of straight people about their dating experiences and one of the things that I've just I have so much to say about this this is gonna be like 20 different episodes of me babbling about all of this but standards I think are so interesting and One of the things that I've been reflecting on lately is it's okay to have your standards, whatever the fuck they are. And the only thing is with having standards, though, is that you have to be willing to walk away when someone does not want to meet your standards. No persuading, no convincing. Like, you can kind of, like, share your your point, your ethos, your your energy. You can share like what you like and why if you want to. But if someone says, Yeah, I'm not gonna do that, that doesn't work for me. It is absolutely okay. And actually what you should do is to walk away. And be like, okay, no problem, babe, we're just not a match. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And I just find this whole thing very fascinating because I think there's an interesting thing that's happening, especially on the left in dating, and I'm not on the left anymore politically. I used to be. I would actually consider myself a conservative now, believe it or not. And my, for all my American listen, listeners who are clutching your pearls, do know that I live in Canada, so the context politically is a little bit different. But still, like it is what it is. Like I think our conservative is different than an American version of a conservative, so I'm just for the record, I am pro abortion and women 's rights and queer rights, et cetera, et etc, et etc it 's my disclaimer, but there is this interesting notion, especially among men and women, especially straight men and women, especially on that are like politically left there 's this idea that men suck, and it 's like so interesting like I went on a date with someone the other day who is politically left and he was like yeah men are shit like men suck like I've like women have such I feel so bad for women women have such a bad time dating and I was like really like what are you talking about like tell me more like because that's not my experience because honestly I think men are great and I have a great time dating and I get treated really well and it's great And so it was so interesting to hear this person, like, share about that and basically say, like, yeah, all men are crappy. And, like, I feel so bad for women and blah, 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 blah. I'm the same exact man, interestingly. Like, on my dating app profile, I say I am a princess type of girl looking for something serious is basically what my profile says. And it was so interesting, and he took me out anyway, which I think is so fascinating. But He was like, you know what, I think it's kind of a red flag that you're high-maintenance. And I was like, why? Tell me more. I'm so intrigued, and yet you're here. <laughs> and um, he was like, basically what I said was like, so do you not treat women well? Like, why is that a red flag? Like, And he was like, no, I do treat w- women well, but I just don't want them to like say that. Sorry, friends, I had to click pause really quick because one of my cats was puking up her breakfast so sorry if that audio transition was super weird but anyway so he was basically saying like no he does treat women well but he doesn't want them to like say that they expect to be treated well and I was just like what like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) so basically what I said was like oh so you want like a fake humbleness in women and he basically was like yes (laughs) it was like the most bizarre conversation but like fascinating just to see how this person thinks because I think a lot of people probably do think like that I just found it so fascinating that for this man who supposedly you know he thinks that he treats women well and he was like lovely to me on our date, so, you know, but, um, this man who supposedly thinks that he treats women well, and then to say, you know what, but I don't want a woman to, like, say out loud that she wants to be treated well, that, to me, is a red flag, and so my brain was, like, what, like, does not compute in my head, and so I found that so fucking interesting, because, like, this is what women on the left are dealing with in men, fascinating fascinating and you know he was like yeah sometimes i would maybe want like i want more 50 50 type of relationship blah blah blah, and like clearly that's not what i want so you know i told him (laughs) um but i thought it was so interesting that this guy probably gets away with a lot of things like probably gets away with like a lot of 50 50 type of stuff probably gets away with like Some kind of, like, weird behavior because leftist women are so brainwashed to think that all men are shit. So he probably does quite well for himself. But what's very interesting is that in my experience, in my dating life over the past few years, like, men who have been more on the conservative side of their political spectrum, at least here in Canada, they've all been the ones that have treated me the best and they've all been the ones that have been like, oh no, like I love treating my woman well. Like I want to pamper my girl. I enjoy doing nice things for my woman and I want her to know and to desire those nice things. So I just found this whole thing, like, very interesting to observe, like, since I've been on both sides of all of this, like, those of you guys who've been following my career for the last decade, you will know that I used to be a super far leftist person, now I'm more conservative, obviously, and so I've dated the whole spectrum of people politically, and so... It's just been so interesting just to notice, like, the two different universes, like, these men live in. It's like these men on the left who are, like, loud about being feminists and being loud about queer rights and loud about this and loud about fucking equality and whatever. These are the men who literally straight out of their mouth say that they don't like it when women say out loud that they want to be treated well. So fascinating, right? so fascinating and yet like I think the left tends to think that conservatives are worse towards women but in my experience it's actually really not fucking true like I've been treated the best by men who are on the more conservative end of the spectrum like holding doors you know like choosing like awesome spots to show me like making sure I have a great time just going over the top like nice kind generous but like not in a way where they want to get something from me it's like just genuinely generous and kind because they see their role as a man to provide a good experience to a woman and if it doesn't work out then that's okay and it's just been so interesting to me to observe this right where and I, I'm not going to make this like a political thing. I'm just kind of sharing my observations, like whatever, which way you are align politically. You're welcome here. I love you anyway. Like, I really don't care my listeners where they're at politically. And I think most of you guys are probably left wing or moderate. I did a poll on Instagram a few days ago, and I think like barely anyone voted that you're on the right So whichever way you align, like, you're welcome here. Like, that's cool. Like, I really don't mind. Like, I'm friends with all of you guys, so it's okay with me. But I found it so interesting that, like, never has a man that was more conservative-leaning told me that my standards were too high. I've never heard it. Not once. And yet, like, talking to this guy that was very on the left, like, so fascinating, right like just seems to live in a totally different universe where he's already thinking about like what are you going to do for me like are you going to offer to buy me dinner are you going to do this are you going to do that like someone who is already kind of like thinking about that like keeping score like who does what who pays for what like you know if I'm going to analyze it energetically like I would say this guy like is used to being pursued, probably, like, is used to being in his feminine energies. So I think a lot of women on the left are very in their masculine energy, so he's probably used to being pursued, probably, you know, very interesting situation with that, uh, the kind of, like, energetic reversal, and, like, again, if that works for people, like, that's fucking great, like, you do you, I'm, I'm for it, if you like it, I love it, But I've talked to so many women who are just so not okay with this, like, arrangement of, you know, the 50-50 energy split where everyone, like, the masculine energies and everyone is, like, kind of in a battle or the man is in his feminine energy and the woman doesn't really want to be in her masculine energy, but she somehow is because someone has to, right? Like, if there's a gap, it has to be filled, basically, or nothing happens, So, it's been very interesting to observe energetically just all of this stuff. But going back to that concept of standards, it's like, it's so interesting because some of these people, like, especially men on the left, I would say, I know it's like an overgeneralization, but I think it's like generally true from my experience anyway. Like, they think that some women have standards that are too high and they see that as like a negative thing. So like instead of them rising to meet the occasion, you know, be like, okay, well, this is different than what I'm used to. Like, can I step up and do something? And to be fair, this dude did, like he said, he never does dinner on a first date. And personally, I don't do a first date if it's not dinner, like has to at least be dinner. It's I don't do coffee dates. I don't do drink dates. To me, that is, like, not worth my time. I sure as fuck do not go on picnic or walk dates. Like, no fucking way. Like, no thank you. And so he did actually step up to meet um, my standards. So, remains to be seen, uh, single and mingling as one does. But, um, so he did rise on that occasion to do uh, something within my realm of what I deem uh, worthy of my time that's the type of environments I like to be in but what's so interesting is he was like yeah I never do this like I don't ever like do dinner on the first date like I do dinner on like the fourth date or the fifth date or something and so I thought that was so interesting and so the point of this is like if he wanted to just do coffee or drinks and that was like his hard line I would have just said no, we're not a match. I really just don't think our energy is aligned and I wish you all of the best of luck. Like you seem great, but you are not for me and I'm not for you and that's okay. And so you basically do have to be unafraid to walk away and just to have that confidence that if this person does not meet your standard of like appropriate behavior or treatment, there is some other person waiting around the corner that is more aligned with you. You know what I mean? Because there's been a lot of people I've talked to where it's like, dinner is their default first date. You know, the only reason I know what a tasting menu is, is because people took me to a tasting menu on a first date as a treat. Because I was like, I love food, impress me. And I wouldn't even have known what the fuck that was. Like, there was someone I was dating where all we did was tasting menus. Like, literally every single date was tasting menus. It was fucking amazing. And I'm so grateful to that person because I got to experience something that was so cool. I got to learn something. I got to have a great experience. And that was this person's default of life. You know what I mean? And so I think it's important to keep that in mind as women. It's like, if this person thinks that, like, that is too crazy a thing to do on a first date, then just, like, move along move along move along like there's more people out there in this planet and i think different guys have different approaches to first dates like some of them are going to do like a lot of vetting and make sure that they actually think that there's it makes sense to meet up and they want to impress you as they should i think um and so they will choose somewhere good they will choose somewhere It's maybe a tasty menu or somewhere good or something that they know that you're into. Maybe it's a sports game. Maybe it's a play. Like Something that they know that you're going to be like, hell yeah, this is awesome. That's one approach from men that I've seen. And then the other approach is... People, okay, and so this first type of man, I would say, has an abundance mindset, who is in a healthy form of masculinity, who knows that, like, okay, yeah, so maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't, but worst case scenario, I met someone new and had a good time for a few hours, and I was a human in the world living life, and that's fucking fine. And then the other mindset I've seen in men is a scarcity mindset, which I would say is a wounded, unhealthy mindset where they are afraid of spending money and that's why they don't want to take you out to dinner, which makes no fucking sense because like an entree is like the same price as a drink these days. So like, what the hell? But there's these men who only want to get drinks or a coffee because they're so afraid of investing any money or time into a woman. They don't know. They're afraid it's going to go badly. That was my cat sneezing they're so afraid it's going to go badly they've got such a negative and pessimistic mindset that they're like okay well who knows if this is going to be good or not so I want to like invest the least amount of energy and money possible that is a wounded mindset it's very scarcity mindset and I would say to men I know there's like almost no men listening to this I think The Spotify stats are, like, 4% of men. So if you are a man that's listening to this, you probably already, like, fucking get what I'm saying with this. But my opinion is if that is a worry, like, if you're too broke that, like, that's a concern, like, maybe focus a bit on your career first before you're dating. Like, you know, if you can't afford to date, then don't, like, don't make the women that you spend time with the ones that have to suffer your, like, negative mindset because, you know, your money is not where it should be. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm talking people, like, in their 30s, like, obviously, if you're a teenager, if you're your early 20s, a little bit different, but I'm talking about people in their 30s, like, we should kind of have our shit figured out by now, somewhat, at least, you know, and so for the men who can't afford it, then just, like, you know, maybe that should not be their focus right now, you know, that's kind of what I think. And so the point of all of this, especially to my ladies, is to make sure that you honor your standards and do not allow anyone to bully you into lowering your standards. Your standards are your standards. Someone who is worthy of you will rise happily to meet those standards, right? Do not allow any man, especially, to bully you out of your standards and do not allow your female friends to bully you out of your standards either. People are out here living fucking dreamy lives with fucking amazing cool shit, like amazing relationships, women out here getting pampered, why the fuck not you? But the first step is to say no to dusty men. If anyone is of my age, you will know that song, No Scrubs by TLC. If you do not know it, go listen to it right now. No Scrubs, my friends. The first step to a good life is saying no to Scrubs right, right, right. Keep your standards high, my friends, in all areas of life. And of course, a little reminder, if you're going to have high standards for other people, you also would benefit from having high standards for yourself. So, Hold yourself to high standards. Like, make sure you eat well. Make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure that you are also striving in whatever your career is to always improve and better yourself so that you can better attract that person that you dream of if you have not done that yet. Very, very important. Okay, my friends, that's the episode. Keep your eyes peeled for my Goddess Rising course, it is happening soon. Otherwise, you can creep all of my offerings at sabrinamscott.com. There is some self-study stuff that is available that you can go creep. And I do have some really cute hoodies and stuff at shop sabrinamscott.com. My favorite one says abundance mindset. So fucking good. So fucking good. So good for these, like, chilly summer nights. I don't know about y'all, but it's definitely some chilly summer nights up in here in Toronto. So throw a hitty over your sundress and call it a night. Okay, friends, I'll catch you on the flip side. And, oh, yeah, if you haven't watched the YouTube Tarot Vibe Check for this week, please do so. It's on YouTube.com Sabrina Scott. Just click live and you'll be able to see it. This week's fucking vibe check is insane. I drew 12 tarot cards, and all of them were upright. None of them were reversed. I've literally never in my life seen that. So the energy for this week is fucking bomb.com. Amazing. Nothing is in your way. So go listen to that. Go watch the video. Honestly, it will inspire you to just keep it moving on whatever it is you need and want to do this week. Okay, friends, that's it from me. Catch you on the flip side. Bye.